We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials, episode 10. We've reached the double digits, you guys. Can y'all believe that? We've made it. (laughs) I remember when we first started talking about launching this podcast and all the frustration that I was dealing with. I don't even want to relive that situation. Oh, it's situation. been over a year since I think we've been talking Since we started about talking about it, it yeah, but like sure. actively launching it, like buying the equipment and then going through hell yeah. and back, trying to get it submitted to iTunes. Right. Gosh, that was so rough. I love how we're acting like it's been 10 years. <laughs> I know, you said that. 10, ep- the 10 reason, episodes. The reason why we're excited is m- I was reading an article when we first started and it's saying the majority of podcasters don't get up to 10 episodes. They'll release a couple and then just kind of fades out. Similar to, to a lot of things. People yeah. start anything and then it you try rolls it. off. You're like, ah, oh, this isn't for me. It's like, now, hey, we got to 10. I like this, though. So next milestone's 50, then it's 100, and then it's sitting on Oprah's couch. So that's that's kind of how that's how that's how we're gonna slide the scale. <laughs> All right. So from ten episodes to Lady O, I feel you. I said a hundred episodes to Lady O. Well, but we're on episode ten now, so I'm just saying that escalated quickly. Yeah. So we got ninety more episodes. There's fifty two weeks in a year. No, there's fifty six. Is there fifty six weeks or fifty two? Fifty two. So fifty two weeks. Well, in dang. A, now I feel like nah. I need a fact check. It's fifty. I believe it's fifty two. Yo. I don't know where you're getting fifty six from. I'm typically from. really good with numbers. It's fifty two weeks. No, I think it's 56 weeks. You're making this up. Nope. It's I'm googling right now. All right, are your final answer. What do you what's your final answer? It's 56. Your final answer final is 56 answer. weeks. You are incorrect. It's 52, 52 weeks. 52 weeks. Yeah. So it is 52 weeks. Yeah. I don't know why I was why I was stuck on 56. But see, so you said 56 and then all of a sudden I didn't know. I was yeah. like, "Wait, I thought it was 52." For some reason 56 sounded good. So 52, that means that's 100 episodes is almost 2 years worth of content. Do you guys think in two years it's manageable to get to Oprah's couch? I think it is. And I don't actually give a damn if you don't think it is because I believe it and that's all that matters. Believe in yourself, guys. And then follow your dreams strategically. Strategically. You can catch that on an earlier episode. Yeah. (laughs) Tied it all around with a bow. Look at me doing things. Speaking of doing things, you came home last night with a fresh little cut. I sure did. I sure did. I got cut color i'm ready i like short hair i'm I, for those of you who don't know i had very long natural wave it was wavy curly 3c 3c curls um and it was beautiful but it was a lot so and i'd been wanting to cut my hair for a while now so and i finally did it and i'm so happy i did i feel fresh to death like Dougie, when I hit the spot, the cats, they mug me. Justin's just bald. And has been since we were 18. 19, correction. I shaved you... it January 2000. Oh, dang. Exactly. I was I'm 18. Like, Don't Man, I'm 0 for 2. We are, we are not even five minutes <laughs> in, and I'm just 0 for 2. This is not a good start to the, to the episode. I enjoy being right, and right now I'm just all the way on You're the wrong side. You're giving me all the wins. You know what, baby? You are allowing your wife. To have all the wins. Oh, uh, you and get all. The, you get all. That's a win for you. You get all the victories. I've talked about this because I'm right. We agree to disagree. Was I? 
okay, you guys just heard everything. Oh no, that you happened, were right. right. Yes, but I'm just it, saying. That you, no, but this is my life in general. This is what happened. That's your no. You said you're always right. I mean, I'm that's what you were implying. Pretty much always right when it comes to our stuff. That's why you're laughing. That's why you're laughing because you can't even you can't even truthfully <laughs> say always. that. See, that's the problem. I you say, you say that, but you know, at least. The majority. 50% of the time, you're wrong. Justin, I'm about to put your full government out there. You are, that's a lie. I'm lying. I'm, I'm, I'm Look at you. Look at you. You just I'm told you said I'm lying. Now. No, no, I am correct the majority of the time. And the majority is not 50%. Okay, 51%. That is the majority. I can't stand you. <laughs> You're right. A, say you're right. A good amount of time. It's it's a smooth eighty-two percent. I think that my percentage is, the, and it might be even higher. So how often am I right then? About what? About just everything. You're you're saying you're always right. So what you're is what right is my too. percentage? But okay, so let's. If say yours is eighty-two, where if am I? It's at? not because you're not. It's not. It can't be you versus me in this situation. No, it's not a you. It's not. It has it's to not be a, like it's a completely general. separate. Yeah, hundred percent. In general. Scale. Where are we, where am I at? Okay, well then, if it's in general, I'm no, they were not, talking about this relationship. No, no we're talking it. about the relationship. No one cares about it in general. We're talking about in our relationship. If you're right, eighty-two percent of the you're time, like, you're at a eighty. I'm at an eighty. Yeah. I'm gonna go with eighty-two percent. You're right behind me. <laughs> well, then I'm at eighty-four. <laughs> See, this is this is this is it's not a competition. It's not a competition, but it's just I'm a little more right than you. No, I, I I'm gonna. But I will say, actually, I in the past. In the past, it was like that was a true eighty twenty split, and it was a versus. Like, let me do this. Now we are we're pretty. Yeah, I, I mean, I was on the struggle. Right. I was I was learning how to how to relationship. So <laughs> it just it took it took me a minute. How do you relationship? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, it took it just took a lot of years. It took some time. It took some practice. You know when I am right. Whenever I tell you to put your phone down, shots fired. I'm right every single time. Yep. You got I'm, a problem. Yep, I do have a problem. It's bad. But here Yeah, it's bad. I can't I can't even back myself out of this corner. I have a true problem when it comes to my phone. And I I do a lot on my phone. I check social media a lot. Phone. I do everything. I can it's work from my phone. It's not a problem that you do everything. It's that you do everything all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I want to come back with counters. I'm, I'm, there I'm, is no counter. there's no counters. Right. I'm on my phone a lot. And I think I've gotten better. I think I got better at a point and then I've gotten you worse. Back yeah. I've, 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 I've slid back. We got it. We have to work on that, but I know it's just bad. in today's world, we're, we're in a completely digital economy that we can do so many things from our, our smartphones, our tablets. And I have the, the iPhone six plus, so it might as well be a tablet. So I can I can do everything very comfortably, and it, it's convenient. I can write my emails, check social media. I can do a lot. Edit videos, edit pictures. It's just it's very convenient, but it's also inconvenient when we're getting ready to go to bed. Well, when it comes to you know human interaction, <laughs> that's when it's inconvenient. That's when it's irritating. So your phone frustrates me. And I catch myself doing it too. I'm not exempt. I do it a lot less than you, but sometimes I'll be in a text conversation and you'll be trying to talk to me and then I end up, you know, but in the back of my mind, I'm going, man, this is what I always get on him for. So then I have to tell myself, okay, put it down, but you don't put it down. You justify it every time. I'm talking to so-and-so. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's always something. 
to my defense. What's your defense? I have a horrible memory. And if something comes to my mind immediately, now I will not say that every time I have my phone, I'm doing something productive because a lot of times I'm mindlessly scrolling and it's just jumping from one thing to the next. But there are times where I'll, I'll pick up my phone. I'm like, I need to do X, Y, and Z. And if I don't do it in that moment, I'm going to forget. My memory's horrible. Okay. So what's the solution for this? How can we figure that out? Because I have that problem too. But see, I just won't respond to you and that'll be that. Because I feel like... And see, that's not a good That's not a good, a good, a good solution. No, because I feel like if it's that important, you'll try to contact me again. I'll go, oh, okay, yeah. Sometimes I don't think a phone needs to be the source of communication, the go-to source of communication. I think it needs to be an option. But if you really need to get a hold of somebody, I don't think that's the only way you can do it. Like if somebody sends me a text and I forget to respond to it, another good way to get a hold of me would be, would be what? To call me or, which I don't love, I don't love phone calls, but, <laughs> or to send me an email. Emails live longer. You tend to go through your inbox more and you, you're more apt to catch something you may have missed. So if it's that, urgent then we'll figure it out eventually but you don't need to be available 24 7 there's not a time where it's a bad time to text you like no time is off limits for you you said that i'm gonna i'm gonna answer that that point that i i disagree with there are times that are that i am off limits it's not very often but there are times off, i'm off limits but no, you, you just said that daily the f- off limits point Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't really set one of those. But what you said is that the phone shouldn't be the only medium of your communication. You said you can call me. Last time I checked, the only way you can call I'm someone sorry. is on the phone. Or you said, or you can send my email. And if I grab your phone, your email is connected to your phone. Okay, so what I meant to say is a text message. Because I'm, I'm guessing you're mainly referring to text messages. Is that correct? I'm sorry, I assumed. I should not have assumed. No, when I'm on my phone? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm doing you- everything. What's the main thing that you will forget to respond to, though? Because for me, it's definitely sometimes, But sometimes it is an email. It, it's text, too, and on a but sidebar. But email, I ne- you're on computer, you know. I need the phone developers to come with a mark unread button for text messages. I think there is one. There's no, not there's, one? there's not one on the iPhone. And if there is, if there's an app out there, like, I need to know. Because there's nothing worse than you have text messages, and I do it with my email all the time, is you'll re- I'll read it. Process the message. I was like, okay, I don't want to respond right now. I'll mark it as unread so then I know to go back and respond. Sometimes I do that with my text messages. And then once that blue dot is gone, I forget the message was sent and then I never go back. So can we please get a mark as unread button for text messages? It's 2016. We need that. I'm okay with that. I don't don't have a problem with you responding to something every once in a while. But it's like by the time there's been five pings or you've disconnected from a conversation we've been having having three times within the span of five minutes, I'm I'm through. That sucks. It is bad. I know. I'm I'm sorry, love. I I need to get better at it. You know you have to. You, well, There's no we, need. You have to. We have to implement our rule. I'm not going to like this rule. I'm going to fight you until we really do it. Joy has suggested that at a certain time, our phones get placed outside of our room and therefore, I could not get on it or we could not get on our phone past a specific time. Mm-hmm. And not right away when we wake up. It, the idea behind it is 30 minutes before you go to bed and 30 minutes when you wake up, which even me makes me go, like, oh, that's kind of a long time. But really, it's just on the front and back end. You know, that's an hour combined. You'll be okay. 
And I know you're asleep between that time, so it's really more than that. But I mean, come on. If we can't do that, we've got a problem. It's true. I'm glad you said weave. I, I've appreciated that that last change because oh, you, yeah. you've been directing this conversation very heavily at <laughs> no, me. No, I acknowledge because, that I am guilty of these things sometimes. Because I've, 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 sometimes I'm going to say oftentimes if you beat me up every time I open my eyes, you're on your phone. Every time. Every time. Most of the time. No, every time. Well, I tried it, but then you kind of said bump the rules. So then I was like, all right, well, we're not going to do this. But I want to I want to get back to it. We have done a good job of not bringing our phones when we walk the dogs. Like, that's nice. You were doing that at one point, and I was thoroughly irritated. I was like, we're not going to sit here and Snapchat our morning walks with the dogs. Like, we're still trying to wake up. Like, yeah. No, we're, this is not happening. That's the other thing. Social media. Yeah, the phone the phone is just a small part into the the bigger issue of this conversation is really social media in relationships. The phone is is definitely been a problem. It has interrupted that intimacy level um, at some point because when you like I said when you wind down it's just the two of you you guys are, are are lying in bed. You know, that's that's when you have your your pillow talk. What I mm-hmm. used to be the anti of. I couldn't stand pillow talk and now I actually but enjoy you like it. it now, yeah. I do I do enjoy it. That's where you can you know you get those it's our catch those good time. conversations. You mm-hmm. you go to bed, uh, getting all everything that you need to get off your off your chest, talk mm-hmm. about your day. You know, it's just that nice little intimate moment and when you're spending all the time on the phone and, and I can recall several instances just this week when we were laying in the bed on our 30 phones. minutes on our phone and, and then like, we put okay, it good down night. <laughs> good night you rolled over and i rolled over and and as Ugh. i'm talking about this is there's making me sick there's intimacy disruption in that mm-hmm. but the social media component is a whole nother monster that can really destroy relationships i have a love-hate relationship with social media i'm a social media manager as part of my job so i'm always on social media but I, I told Joy this, as, as I started managing a social media account from a business perspective, I've gotten worse at using social media on a personal, on a personal level. level. Yeah. Just because I'm on it so much and I have to be on it. Yeah. Like before, I would pick it up because I wanted to tweet something out, update this status, share this photo. It's like now I'm required to tweet things out, post a picture on Instagram here, check Snapchat, keep up with everything. And I'm like, man... I don't want to do that for my personal life in addition to into the business side. Yeah, because I think I do share more, but I think you're on the platforms more, especially Twitter. You keep up with Twitter. And Twitter is today's news, though. I, I don't watch TV. I, I, let's be honest. We cut right. cable. So I, I, the way I get my news is, is scrolling through Twitter. I, yeah, I, it, it is. It's a valuable resource. All of them are. Facebook, Twitter. I mean, Instagram's not really doing much for news, but... That's not true. No, I mean, it is like when somebody, like something huge happens. Breaking news. Yeah, when breaking Breaking news news. happens. Yeah, but Twitter has, you know, and Facebook, they'll they'll do things that are trending, but it doesn't have to be as massive as something on an election scale or somebody passing. Like, it could be something smaller. Definitely. Well, both platforms are are very different in, in what you're trying to get. You don't go to Instagram looking for what you're trying to get at Twitter, and I don't open Twitter expecting to see what I get at Instagram. Right. One is photo-driven, one is text-driven. Mm-hmm. And I know in each component, each excuse me, each platform serves a different need, but I, I said I, I definitely enjoy. I'm on Instagram more personally, but I'm on Twitter more at work. And 
too, also, I think about, I mean, we haven't had a problem, but in social media and other relationships, <laughs> not ours, because ours is fine, guys. <laughs> That's a lie. No, I'm just saying, I wonder what problems do people have with social media, like Snapchat is probably the devil. Like, uh, is that not... really a question? Can we, st- let's yeah. start, let, let, let's back this up. Let's, <laughs> let's personalize this. So before Snapchat, before Instagram, Facebook chat. Facebook chat was the devil. <laughs> I know you had to delete some people. Yeah, Facebook chat was the devil. I'm going to be honest. And I, I've told brothers this, look, y'all. And even if you still have Facebook, just turn Messenger off. Turn your chat off. I know you have to have Messenger installed on your phone because Facebook made it a whole separate component. Yeah. But Facebook chat, I'm just telling you guys now, the devil. It's, 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 oh, it's no the, good oh, it's the devil in sheep's clothing. Because you just saying you can sign online. And this was back when I was in college. You sign online and you just see all everybody who's right there but with the green dot. But how does that dot. work? They like they hit you up or you hit them up or like it's just both ways and both ways. I'm not out here about to give no secrets. <laughs> how does how does that work? Don't worry about how it I works. I genuinely <laughs> want to know because I want to know which end the thirst is coming from. It, it's a it's a mutual thirst. Oh, okay, you both but, you're you're coming to the well. Yeah, which we're, is we're coming we're coming to the well. Facebook that, chat th- that comes to drink. But how yeah, are you this, gonna be thirsty in a relationship? That's just so sad. You know, you already know my feelings. But look, it wasn't, see, it wasn't even a thirst. It was a, a mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. You're craving attention. That's not thirsty. It's not. Because I feel like that's somewhere <laughs> in the definition of thirst. Where's Urban Dictionary? <laughs> crave. <laughs> yeah, to crave. <laughs> I'm craving See, okay, wrong, attention. Wrong verb. Seeking. You know, seeking, seeking additional attention. Like. Like you're still right there, right, right in the thirst well. I'm, yeah. Am I just digging myself 100% a ditch? Thirst. The more, the That's more all I talk, I'm just yeah. continuing to dig myself yeah. a ditch. Yeah. But yeah, face, you were dehydrated. I was dehydrated because you weren't drinking the water that you had, which is like the best thing to quench your thirst. Water, right? Who who was that source of that water? Oh, that was me. <laughs> I was the water. <laughs> That's so fair. You were thirsty on your own accord. And so, yeah, so that was fine. Yeah, to me, it was just Facebook chat and Facebook chat just got me in some in some predicaments that sure I was like, uh, you know what? Let me stop that. And I remember when Joy and I got back together, I turned off my Facebook chat and still till this day, Facebook chat has not been turned on. I think Messenger works a little different, but I, I've known since 2011 I have not turned on my Facebook online chat because you can't do it. And this is what we talk about in relationships. Thank you, baby. Thank you for having the self-control. You have to just cut. Because I didn't tell you to. No, you didn't. You just got to cut temptations off. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine Snapchat. We we were very strong in our relationship when we both joined Snapchat. Although we were very anti or I was very anti Snapchat because everyone described it. Because people were using it. Yeah. For that reason, yeah, like, everyone was oh, like, "Oh, like, yo, I'm gonna this- send you a nudie real quick yeah. on Snap. It'll be gone in five seconds." Like, of course you're not about that life when you're in a relationship. That's what everyone was telling me, and I was like, "Yo, I can't, I can't put myself up for this. Yeah. I'm not signing up where you know people can just send you like, mm-mm. no, you just you cut yourself out of. T- I, I'm not walking down temptation line." Mm-hmm. And it was funny. My brother and his girlfriend were actually ones that convinced us. He's like, "Oh yeah, we use Snapchat all the time," and they and were snapping each other, and they just snapped each other. And then I saw what they were doing. I was like, "Ah, oh, that can be kind of clever." And then we got on Snapchat, and I have not once been interested at all in sending a nudie, not even to my wife. It's just awkward. Ugh, no, That's strange. <laughs> please, no. I'll see it, I'll see it at home. <laughs> Can we talk about really, though, like how strange Does that really is? Does anybody like dick pics? Like, I would really like to know. I, I just, 
Mm. <laughs> I re- and now you know what I actually did receive a couple of those on Facebook while we were dating, but not. I never asked for them. And on AIM, AIM was the other Yo, one. Yo, you never told me this. No. Well, Just coming out with confirmations. But I did not like that. I was like, why are you showing me a picture of your penis? Like it's that's what that's what you do. But it's not. It doesn't do the same thing as an, a nude pic of us does for you. I can believe that. It doesn't. Well, I feel like every much, woman has always talked about like how much they hate penises. Yeah, right. Like, like you guys, obscene. the common consensus of a lot of women. Yeah, offensive. They're gross. They're right. You guys like, talk so badly. You are about, about to it. use it right then. Sorry if this is too like you know. It's like put it away. It's not cute. <laughs> like it doesn't. Like it's not flattering. We're not like ooh, look at that penis. Like, and I mean, maybe some people are. Maybe like let me not discount. Some <laughs> one out there who's listening is like, hey, no, I actually really like dick pics. But the majority, I think it's kind of like, could you not? And they're unsolicited. It's not like it's like, hey, we're not saying like, hey, could you send me a dick pic, please? Like, I it's, I it's, doubt that. I am. Uh, I'm going to argue that point for the most part. I'm not even going to say for the most part. See, the, no, no. See, you're gender. You're gender typing right now. Ye, I am can confidently say that girls are asking 100 percent for dick pics. 100 percent. I feel like like, you know, if you want like a body pic, it's like chest, abs, uh, like, you know, you're into that. But like just your genitalia, we're not like. Mm-hmm. Stop saying we're not like men are just the only ones that that want to see the nude counterpart women and men are just as guilty we're different on that level i don't know i just you don't you're you say you joy don't like it i'm pretty certain that i can line 10 women up in a room and nine of them would say like yeah no thank you so you're you can tell me out of those 10 nine of those women would say they've never requested one i would call i would i whatever that bet is i'm willing to take it of, You'd get 10 okay, women out wait, there that they've never asked for context. a picture. Like, are you dating this person or is this like, like if you're dating, maybe. There's some, there's some, there's some interest. Today, there's, they, there's there, mutual there, interest. There's interest. There is interest. And it's gotten D- to that point. Dating, like a, dating is just, is such a slippery slope in today's world. I just feel like men don't really have a great grasp on when it's time for that. I feel like men send dick pics when they're ready for a nude, which is way before we want to see that. Okay, that you know that's like, and here's my penis to encourage you to send me. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Could you go away, please? Now, like this was going good, and now it's not. But 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 again, I, I'm take I'm taking that bet. I'm taking that bet of of what you said. If you line ten women, they're gonna say mm, no. There there's I definitely mutual interest. There's the one. No, there's more than one. There's there's more than ten percent. I feel of, like you're overly confident. I'm I'm very confident. I'm just. Pretty much. Have you ever seen an article that says, I really like dick pics? And how many have you seen that's like, I actually really don't Nobody's like writing about that. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> Because somebody somewhere who really had an appreciation would be like, I don't know what all the fuss is about. I really like these. I, but again, no one's also saying like, oh, here's this article about how men love to get these nudies from women. There's plenty of those. I haven't read one. There's plenty of. Those. I think I think facts you know I think can just can can just truly. I think it's like you know how like when you fantasize about like hooking up with somebody, you're like oh like that would be great, and then when you actually do it, it's not that it isn't good, but it's like oh okay like that's happened now. So it's you imagining something, 
is almost better than when it really happens. Like, you know, there's just something about that. So I do think women will, you know, sext back and forth and definitely go there on that level. But once you send a visual confirmation, it's like, ew, you don't want it. That is, um, you weren't there. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm never saying you, and I, I don't know if there, I don't know if there's many <laughs> men out there that are saying you when they're on the receiving end of a of a particular picture. No, I, you don't. That's but that's how I'm trying to help you out. Well, I mean, you don't need this help, but nah, I, I, I hate <laughs> you. Better not. Hey, look, What's his name Anthony Weiner. Unfortunate name for what happened to him, but oh, that was that was the dude in the government, huh? Yeah, and he's. In his pictures. Like, come like, on, man. She didn't even want it. I bet she didn't even want it. See, I'm, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. I'm. I'm not gonna say that. I'm See, fairly confident. Just, just keep your stuff. I need some. I mean, I, we've been talking about this particular subject for a while, but I actually would really love if the women out there could let us know. I mean, do you, do you like dick pics? <laughs> 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 I I really want to know because if you do, and I'm just wrong. Like, no joy. It's only 30% of women who don't like them and everybody else. But I just, there's, I already know. There, right. There's an audience. There's an audience who definitely enjoys it. And it's, it's more than 10%. It's such a man thing it's for more you than to 10%. say. This is your ego. Like, women love pictures of penises. No, what I'm are you not, talking I'm not saying that. I did not say that you guys love it. Because what I said earlier is there's a common consensus that you guys have an offensive reaction to a male's penis. Right. I've heard that from so, which a lot is why of your I friends. Said one out of ten. Just there's, because there is an audience. It's, it's more than ten percent. It's no. more than ten percent. You you can still think it's an offensive looking at, but the fact that you are receiving and can then process and analyze what this brother is packing does something. So there's definitely for sure more than ten percent. No question. Definitely more than ten percent of women out there. I'm not giving this to you. I'm oh w- ladies, let me know. Let me, I need to know. I, if I'm shocked, I would be absolutely shocked if only 10% of the women in this world. Well, and that's the thing too, like cameras, there's different angles. Like how many times have you seen something on a camera and it doesn't look like how it looks in real life? I think women are also very into tangible proof. We're into Evidence. evidence. See, that's the problem. Always looking for evidence. Right. Like if somebody doesn't say, oh, I'm going to catch somebody cheating on me and I'm going to catch him through text or even a picture or whatever. It's like, I'm going to catch him red handed. Like, you know, they, when you think of catching somebody cheating, it's like, I'm going to catch him in the bed with this girl. Like I'm going to roll up. So that's a really, that's an exaggeration, but you know what I'm trying to say. No, that's not an exaggeration. Look at you playing it all in your head. Like, mm-hmm, that's what I'm thinking. That's you what we're thinking. You know how I feel about this. So <laughs> don't get me started. I'm about to have another episode. We are not going to have another episode. I just, I don't know why I feel so strongly. And when we went to the Beyonce concert, she was talking about forgiveness and stuff. I'm like, am I just not forgiving? And I was like, nope, guess not. Not with that. <laughs> just got to accept who I am right now. Going back to Snapchat before we went on that tangent about tangent. whether or not you like dick pics. Right. Uh, was talking really about, in, in all seriousness, the best practices of, of social media in a relationship. And to me, I said back in, in five years ago before Snapchat was even around, Facebook chat, to me, was the biggest thing. Now you got songs that say it goes down in the DM. Same yeah. thing, Instagram's got DMs, Snapchat's got DMs. So just kind of stay out of your DMs. And right. I feel like today there's... Because it goes down there. It really goes <laughs> down in the DMs. And and today, I truly just feel like everybody's just taking a screenshot and just waiting for the day. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting. That's on, the oh, other thing. Boom, 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 boom. I'm waiting. My mom always used to tell me, don't put anything that you don't want other people to know in writing. And I think that that definitely translates to the digital age. Like, don't send 
an email, a DM, a heart to anyone you're not supposed to like. Don't send evidence, which I guess isn't, it's still not a tangible evidence, but digital evidence when it comes to that kind of stuff is more than enough. But I still think, I still believe in, in social media. And I know there are people who are on the extreme side of things that say it's like, well, I'm in a relationship that I'm not going to be on social media or my partner has no business being on social media. At that point, you're now facing an insecurity. Right. <laughs> that, that's not Because you a, do have to trust the person to, yeah. ex, you know, live and experience things that are available to us in a healthy way. We're in a world where social media is so heavily integrated into our everyday lives that saying my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my husband or my wife can't be on social media again is not the responsible answer that is yeah. an, that's an insecurity that either you have or they have and to say you shouldn't be on it is is, is unfair and there's there you guys need to pull the onion back on that conversation saying if I can't be on social media then really what's my problem because if you think social media is the only way that your significant other is going to step out or do something inappropriate, yeah, you're completely mistaken. It's right. just another avenue in which they can operate. It makes it easier. Like no doubt it makes it easier. But if you can't trust somebody to be on social media, you can't trust them. And that's a larger issue. You know, what drives me crazy about social media is that people tend to overextend their personal life for the sake of connecting to others on a superficial level. So you're losing connecting to the, those around you for nothing just to say, hey, I'm doing this. And it's I mean, the value of that is what's what's funny is nothing is I believe social media. Its original purpose was to truly stay connected with people, We're just a, a very connected network of people, of resources, of information that's easily accessible. But what social media, and while in some forms it's still indeed that, what I think what you see now is people are creating false lives of what's really happening. Yeah. You create this pseudo image of who we are, this facade. We put up highlight reels, and, and I've been guilty of it. When I'm just going through it, and I'll throw up these pictures, and you think everything is going great, and it's not going great. It's become mm -hmm. this this status symbol of who we are, how many likes we get, how many followers we have really shows where we are at mm -hmm. with it in our own personal lives. And I remember there was this one model who was being paid by different brands to post these images. And I and she had a thousand, hundreds of thousands of followers and then finally just had enough. And she basically posted an open letter uh, she posted an oh, open I letter on that. the internet yeah. was saying like this is what it looked like this is how i feel on the inside you know you just see this perfect picture but you don't know what it was doing to me on an emotional level and it was just like man like really you just sitting there scrolling with your thumb like oh yeah she's bomb or this is bomb right. and you don't realize the psychological effect that that these pictures or this constant state of lying essentially right. to, to people Does can to take the on you. Producer and the consumer on both levels. It's kind of a mess. It's kind of a mess. And it's sad too, because even though we are living in such a connected world, we are as disconnected, so disconnected. as we have ever been. Yeah. And that ties back into the relationship component. You know, with social media, is you're always on it, always on it, seeking connection when you got somebody that's right there next to you. 
Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that people feel the need to share and well, it's not unfortunate because it's I guess that's the nature of social media. I think we just need to be aware of it and not abuse it and know when to stop kind of. You're not really big on sharing. No, I've I really I, not. I used to and this is what I've realized is the more that I found that I was sharing on social media, I felt the more I realized I was disconnected with who I was in person. Right. And as we've gotten tighter in our relationship, as I've gotten more comfortable with who I am as an individual, I haven't felt the need to share everything because I'm good. I'm enjoying my moments. I don't have to put out or put on and say, this is what's going on. And there are times where we may leave an event or leave something. I was like, oh, I wanted to share that on social but I was living in the moment. I was just enjoying the moment. And I, and you miss some of those opportunities yeah. that can be archived, but really you don't miss them because they get archived in your memories that last forever. Yeah. You in were the there original in Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in the original Instagram, which was your brain. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I agree with that. I've been trying to share more and it's funny cause I just shared my first selfie today and I used to say, and I know this is bad and no shade to anybody who shares selfies, but I always felt like, Selfies get shared when you're just, you're not really super happy, you know, like people who you go on their feed and it's all selfies. I feel like that signifies I took all these pictures alone. Like (laughs) I was alone for 370 photos and I don't know for some reason. And I love alone time, but this is coming from somebody who loves being alone. I love it, love it, love it. But I don't know, just something about a selfie doesn't translate into joy for me. And I think that that's what most things you share are, right? It's something that makes you happy. So if it's like, oh, you know, I got this face beat, like, does that really make you that happy? Like, you know, 10 photos in a row? I don't know. But anyway, I shared a selfie today because I was listening to my audiobook and I was looking up at the sky and I was laying down on a bench and I was just in a very zen space. And I actually, I opened my camera, I kid you not, to check my teeth. <laughs> I te- So I flipped the camera around, you know, and I'm checking my teeth. And I was like, oh, this is actually really good lighting. So then I snapped the selfie and it was kind of cute. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to post this. That's really how that happened. I was checking my teeth. (laughs) So, and and aside from, and I've really never thought about that lonely component. I think there is some, some merit in that, probably a lot of merit in that. For me, it's just awkward. It's like every time I point the camera in my face, I've been at points like, oh, I'm going to take a selfie right now. And then I just get a wave of self-conscious saying, Justin, you look like a big idiot. So I don't take it. I just feel really awkward, especially in public. Like if I'm in the comforts of my own home, you know, no big deal. I'm being silly. Like when I'm in public, it's like selfie, got the selfie stick. Look at me. I just feel super awkward like no this is not gonna work i'm the guy that'll be like hey excuse me could you mind taking a picture of us i'd I'd rather someone else take a picture of us than make that awkward selfie look and then you got to get the selfie you got to get the selfie face you got there's just a it's a whole it's a a culture yeah but i mean again that's something that was very much designed for social media and again no shade to people who are taking selfie upon selfie and who have mastered it congratulations to you but I'm just saying it is something that I have noticed. So I, I and I would like to know if you guys agree with that. If there are people out there who is like, you know, what? I do take a lot of selfies and I am kind of feeling some type of way. It's like I just take selfies because I'm really good at them. But I will add a disclaimer. I'd say since I started using Snapchat, 
I take more selfies, but they're not intended a as Snapchat like the Snapchat selfie ki- is different from okay, like a it, something you're gonna post on a more permanent platform. Okay, I got you. Because yeah. I was like, I definitely Snapchat I take, is mainly selfies. It is especially like the chins, but like you <laughs> all know? the all the filters. Yeah, you, I, I do a lot of silly stuff, and maybe yeah. that's what it is because you're not taking yourself seriously. No, but when it's you're just posing fun, yeah. for a selfie, because you're really not posing like that on, on right. Snapchat. Actually, no, you probably are. Right, if you're using it for a different got way. Got you. Yeah, I was like, for if me, you're I'm... you're down in the DMing. Yeah, because I'm, <laughs> I'm the guy that'll just send you a really ugly face. I mean, right. I mean my face, I'm not very attractive as it is. I get it. Uh, so that... <laughs> you just lied, and you knew you lied. Hey, look. You I'm... just wanted this compliment that I'm not going to tell you now. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, you, thank you for the compliment. so big. He's just lying. Did you just... I'm look, look. I'm mad that you did that. I'm so mad. That would have been like. But listen, it was a slight. I'm I'm confident in who I am. It was a, it was a joke, jab, jab, ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. But you didn't, you didn't take. I guess that delivery didn't come off too well. No. Okay. He sucked at that. So rude. I'm very confident in who I am. All right, big head. Another thing I wanted to talk about was that vlogging couple that broke up. You remember that? Yes, I did read about that. They were together for seven years, and then they made this video. And they are very successful YouTube stars. Their yeah. YouTube channel, mm-hmm. very very popular. And then it actually came up as a sponsored post on Facebook, and it was like vlogging couple breaks up after seven years. And I watched the video, and they just shared some super real shit. Yeah, and basically, I'm mean, in a nutshell, it was vlogging. Ironically, how we know them. That broke them up. And people have asked us, like, hey, when are you guys going to start vlogging? And Joy and, and I talked about, about it. it and I was like, like, yeah, let's get a, let's start vlogging. And then Joy was like, oh, I don't really know about it. And then I would say, what was that? A few weeks later, this article comes across my news feed. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to vlog. Yeah, and it was around the same time. But I noticed because we originally when we relaunched, we were like, oh, we should have a vlogging component. It would be really cool. But there is no organic way to share, you know, because you really do have to pick up the camera in the middle of these moments you're having. And I just feel like by the time you do that, the moment is lost. So and and then you're acting and and then you're not really connecting. And he he did mention, too, that it was daily vlogging. And there are people who vlog once or twice a week. And it's and it's kind of a synopsis of your week. And I think that component is not bad. But he, he made a strong emphasis the Jesse Wellens gentleman and said it was the daily vlogging that gets to you because anyone in a relationship understands is that every day is not perfect. And if you have to pick up the camera and perform and for put people a performance on, and yeah. you're editing that video, there's a frustration that comes along with that. So you're trying to manage your relationship and you're trying to run this business together mm-hmm. and you have a camera on your face all the time which I, we obviously understand a little bit of yeah i can i can only imagine yeah. the stresses that i that the stress that that caused and, and it's unfortunate and I, there were other their followers you know it was a big freak out it made news it was like oh my gosh they're breaking up but it just kind of shows you a the power of social media mm-hmm. how positive and negative it can be and really just goes to show like man you we try to do so much to put on for people and say, hey, right. this is our life. Look at us. Follow us. It's so fun and right. and games. And that eventually mm-hmm. the the facade wears off. And unfortunately for the two of them, you know, ended up in, in in a breakup. And I said it's sad. Which is two points. One is I, I think it's really interesting that they didn't call off the vlogging before they called off their relationship. 
Never thought about that. I, I you know, I kind of was like, well, why didn't you just, you know, kind of try to eliminate that? I wonder what happened. I, and I don't know. We probably will never know. But I, you know, at what point do you just. When 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 did did the business yeah. become more important than the relationship? Because I know for us, we when we relaunched. We said, okay, it's this marriage is the most important thing, and that was that goes into my second point, in that we agreed to keep this platform real. So wherever we are, is what you'll be witnessing. We're not going to put on a show. So, you, you I mean, we're good most of the time no, anyway. And you, and you do. And if there was a point where we really had some serious things that we needed to yeah, work out. You're on hiatus. We're not picking up a camera and saying, oh, hey, let's pretend. Like, no, we yeah. got some real thing, some real deal stuff that we need to work on. Right. Hey, here comes a hiatus. Right. We love you. We hope you understand. But it just yeah. comes to that point is that you have to be realistic. Yeah. In, At what in point your is your relationship not first? There is no point. Not between us. It, it has Heck to be no. first. I think that's the biggest takeaway in this entire conversation is to Put your partner first and don't let the phone or whatever device you're using to connect to others get in the way of your connection with your significant other. And saying that we're going to we're going to start the challenge. We're going to cha- I'm going to challenge you and I'm, you're going to challenge me is that we have to set a time and we have to put the phones down. Now, we may not move it out of the bedroom because we do both use our phones as our alarm. I said I wanted to get an analog um, alarm clock. Yeah, but but you said you didn't want an analog clock because it threw off the feng shui of the room. No, you didn't want the well. You didn't like the bells. You're like, oh, I can't have those bells going off. So then I was looking for something else. So we'll we'll find something. But we're gonna we're gonna start this challenge. We're gonna have to agree because we can't say, oh, you know, in order to connect and be guilty patrons of exactly what we're talking about. So we have to make a we have to make the commitment that we're gonna agree upon a time. That the phones must go down. Putting the will, phone down. And we will reconvene in the morning. And let's see if life changes. I'm already sweating just thinking about that. Because <laughs> uh, I do do a lot of no, my I stuff post 10, 30, and or 11 o'clock like when I'm in my somebody bed. somebody needs to get a hold of you in an emergency, like you do, you panic. But you have to have faith that everything will work out. You, you, it's, so it's safe to unplug. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. And also, coincidentally enough, connect with us on social media. (laughs) You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Enjoy the rest of your week.